0: Hello and welcome to the Feminist Podcast. I am Wendy Frias. And I am Janine Padilla.
1: We are two New York City Latinas who join forces to create a
0: space where we talk about all things female wellness. Together, we will discuss and demystify all things related to women, such as mental health, mindfulness, lifestyle, and more, all with the side of New York City sass and spice.
1: Hola, mi gente. This is Wendy. And Janine. Today, we're talking about setting yourself free through the act of practicing forgiveness. Have you ever held onto a grudge or resentment towards someone only to find that it weighed heavily on your mind and your heart? It's a common experience, but one that we don't have to endure. Forgiveness is the key to unlocking the chains of the past and freeing ourselves from the grip of anger and hurt. It's not about forgetting or excusing the wrongs that were done to us, but rather about letting go of our attachment to them and allowing ourselves to move on. So what does it mean to forgive? First, let me say forgiveness is not easy by any means. To forgive means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone who offended you or betrayed you. And that can be really difficult.
0: Absolutely. It also means to let go of the desire for revenge or retribution. Forgiveness is often seen as a positive and healthy way to move on from past conflicts or issues and to improve relationships. However, people, it is important to understand that forgiveness is a personal decision and may not always be easy or possible.
1: We can't forget. Forgiveness does not always mean that the relation, relationship or situation is fully resolved, or that the person who offended you is off the hook. Forgiveness is about you releasing the anger and the rage that you feel. I know some people who have held on to grudges for decades,
0: and to be honest, it's seriously not healthy. Absolutely not. Um, and there are effects, there are things that happen when we don't forgive to our bodies, to our minds, to our soul, to, to our spirit. And uh, some of the stuff that happens, you know, upon doing research when we were and having conversations when we were going to put this um, episode together, uh, the studies have shown, which makes sense, uh, the studies have shown that not forgiving others can lead to emotional pain, anger, hate, hurt, resentment, bitterness. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And as a consequence of that, it can create some serious health issues within us, affect our relationships, and prevent us from experiencing the freedom that forgiveness provides. So I'm going to get into the benefits of forgiving. So forgiveness
1: is a gift that you give to yourself. An article written by johnhopkinsmedicine.org determined that forgiveness is actually good for you and good for your health. I didn't know that. Who knew that? Forgiveness has been linked to improving cholesterol, sleep, reducing blood pressure. Studies have also found that some people are just naturally more forgiving. Not me,
0: Janine, you? Um. Yeah, no, that's been a work in progress. I think now <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to be more forgiving, but in my younger days, no, a bitch was not forgiving anyone. <laughs> not at all. As a result, these people who are
1: naturally forgiving They tend to be more satisfied with their lives and have less depression, anxiety, stress, anger, and hostility. People who hang on to grudges, however, are more likely to experience severe depression and Mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as other health conditions. To summarize, if you want to be healthy, let that shit
0: go. Ooh, yes. Shed that shit, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it makes sense though, right? Like you don't really think about it when you're younger and you're upset and pissed off and hurt, um, that all of these stressors, um, can, you know, play this significant role in your health. Like, it's just not something you think about. And hopefully as you get older, um, or with hearing this episode, it is something that, um, more people will begin to think about because, uh, there are a lot of health issues related to stressors, um, in our lives. And a lot of it has to do with uh, our thoughts. And Janine, that, have you, sorry,
1: Janine, No, it's have okay. you noticed, have you noticed that when you are angry or holding a grudge, you kind of get into this place where you, you're completely consumed by the anger and the rage and the victim mentality of it all. And yeah. that just our thoughts. Um, affect our bodies. So if that's what we're thinking. We're totally
0: getting affected. Yeah, no, it's a toxic way. It's a toxic um, pattern. It's a toxic mm-hmm. cycle to keep replaying. I mean, just think about it. The, the, no good can come from continuing to replay in your mind these thoughts um, that produce any of the emotions. We just stated over and over and over and over again, let alone um harboring them inside. And then on the flip side of that, if you start act, actually acting out on that, you know, on that rage and that anger, like that that just takes it to another level. And absolutely. That, and it and it can happen. Um, we're human. But the good news is is that um it's never too late to start practicing the act of forgiveness. Um so some of the ways in which we can begin to work on forgiving is practicing self-compassion, right? So forgiving oneself, um, we know can be one of the most challenging forms of forgiveness, uh, but it's important to remember that everyone makes mistakes and that self-compassion can help you to let go of those past regrets and move forward in your life. Also, reframe your perspective or the way that you see
1: things. One of the most effective ways to forgive someone is to change the way that you think about them or step into their shoes, try to understand the other person's perspective and recognize their actions may be their actions may come from being hurt or being in pain or suffering a great loss. you don't know you don't know what someone else is dealing with until you walk in their shoes.
0: yeah, absolutely and um, for those of you who have been listening in and Wendy knows, um, we know I love to journal. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> Not when, me. All else fa- when all else fails, uh, write it out. Uh, I find that writing can be such a powerful tool for processing and, release- and releasing emotions. Um, so try writing a letter maybe to the person you need to forgive, even if you never plan to send it. This can be a good way to express your feelings and gain more clarity on the situation. You know, and the good
1: thing is that there diff- there are different ways to work through this. If yeah. one thing doesn't work for you, try the other. So seeking support, we've always talked about this in all our podcasts, previous podcasts. Forgiveness can be difficult to navigate alone. Consider talking to a therapist or psychologist about what you're going through, and maybe they can guide you through the process to work through what you're feeling and provide support. There are also many layers to trauma, and sometimes you need to unpack
0: those before you can fully move on absolutely and you know we're so uh, we, you have a social worker and a counselor here so we're always going to advocate um uh for you know if you can't do it alone to seek the help of someone else uh and absolutely. lastly for sure. lastly yeah lastly one of the other things is practicing mindfulness uh mindfulness can help you to stay present in the moment and to observe your thoughts and emotions without getting caught up in them. And this can especially help be helpful in dealing with feelings of anger or resentment. So try incorporating mindfulness practices such as meditation or deep breathing into your daily routine um, when possible. Meditation is amazing. I cannot
1: stress that enough. I love to just sit and meditate. Remember, your mind does not have to be completely blank. It's just a time for you to go inside and be with yourself in a different way.
0: Absolutely. I'm learning the benefits of that right now as well.
1: Amazing. Amazing. So what do we do if we feel that we cannot forgive? Because it's very real. Sometimes you can't forgive and you won't Mm -hmm. be able to forgive. So one of the things that you can do is give yourself time. Forgiveness is not a race or something that is expected of you to do right after you've been wronged. No one's checking the clock to see when you're going to forgive. Process your feelings and take your time. Also, take a deep dive and determine why you cannot forgive the person. Again, therapy. What's holding you back from from forgiving them? Another thing is, are you trying to forgive someone or something that has already occurred in your past? For example, is this the second time someone has been unfaithful to you? So it might be more difficult for you this time to forgive because you've been down that road. And you're too hurt. Practice makes progress. Remember to take small steps towards forgiveness and remember to be gentle with yourself. I cannot stress that enough. Be gentle. If you're not ready, you're not ready. This is your timeline, not anyone else's.
0: Absolutely. Um, when you were talking about the whole infidelity thing, it's just made or, or just any situation, right, where someone hurts you and if they do so continually, um, that it's and this goes back to like our red flags episode that we did sure. um it's just like at some point sorry is is not enough like saying sorry is no longer enough like if someone's just going to do something say sorry you forgive them they do it again say sorry you forgive them again like at what point does it stop i don't know just that just popped in my head that i was just exactly what I care. exactly um so on the flip side of that uh what if we are the ones who need to be forgiven right uh it's important to recognize that as humans we all make mistakes and that some of our words and our actions can cause others to feel immense sadness or anger or both uh if there are if there is something that we have done or said and are truly remorseful there are yeah the first is to take responsibility for
1: what you've done none of us are perfect we make mistakes So that's the first step. Just take responsibility of how you've affected others. Also, you can choose to connect with the person that you've wronged and have a genuine uh, conversation with them, apologize, and acknowledge exactly what you did to make them feel the way that they do without making excuses or blaming others for your words or actions. Make sure you leave your ego at the door and take full responsibility for what you've done. and as Janine would say,
0: owning your shit. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Own your shit.
0: No, it's true. <laughs> because honestly, as humans, like we do kind of, I've been there. I've done it. Like, you know, I fuck up. I I apologize for something. But there there is this tendency sometimes to just be like, but the reason I did that or I said that is because you did this first, or you said this first, and it's always trying to like, you know, excuse, kind of excuse the behavior or put the blame at, uh, at to what I did onto like, well, it's just a reaction because of something that you did. When we should really just take ownership of our of our our actions and and reactions and our words and um and be more mindful about what's coming out of our mouth and what we're doing, regardless of. If another person had a, a part to play in making yeah. us feel some type of way.
1: <laughs> Those conversations also go nowhere because they go around in circles, right? Because you're yep. trying to justify what you did and they're angry ups- and upset with you. So don't even go into that. Forgive, right. say you're sorry and move on.
0: Exactly. Uh, but just don't keep saying sorry and doing the same shit. <laughs> right. Right. Learn um, from your mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> So, but beware, right? Because not everyone is ready to forgive so easily. So, we may be ready uh, to apologize to someone, but they may not be ready to even want to hear us out or speak to us or see us. So, just be mindful of that. Uh, So, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do if you're unable to? ask someone for forgiveness because they don't want to be bothered with you. Or in some cases, if the person has even passed away already and there are just like unresolved issues that you never got to discuss with this person and now it's just too late. So a lot of these things um, that I'm about to say, we actually covered earlier in this episode, but I'm going to say them again. Uh, Forgiving yourself first is key. And again, me, the journaler, <laughs> Um, you can also, <laughs> you know, write, write a letter, even if it's only for you and you're never going to send it. Uh, you can journal your thoughts and your feelings. Uh, you can also speak to someone, as we stated earlier as well, right? A therapist, a mentor. Uh, it doesn't even have to go that deep. It could just be like your bestie or, you know, one of your trusted family members. Uh, and if you are a religious being, you can always resort, resort to the power of prayer, prayer. And uh, finally, you know, once you've done some of these things, move on, move on and bring back happiness into your life by focusing on the good. It sounds easier, (laughs) easier said than done, right? That's the phrase, like easier said than done, but it is possible. It's just about shifting you know, the the thoughts that keep consuming your mind and, and working through them and moving away from them. So you can just live a happier life.
1: Yeah. Focusing on the good has a lot to do with mindfulness and the way that you see things in life, right? So if you change your perspective on how you see things, then eventually you're going to see more positive than negative. And of course that takes practice. That yep. really does take practice because many of us, have been taught to kind of focus on the negative side of things or um, the issues that are all around us. But
0: sometimes we have to see that silver lining. Um, That's why it's called practicing the arts of forgiveness or the act of forgiveness.
1: (laughs) Yes. So how has the act of of forgiveness changed us? Or is it still something that we are struggling with personally? Mm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. curious (laughs) minds want to know (laughs) self-disclosure time all right here I go so for me growing up forgiveness was difficult if that girl in school looked at me let's say high school because we all know everything happens in high school if that girl (laughs) looked at me the wrong way well something needed to be said something needed to be done and we were not quote-unquote peoples anymore. Remember that saying back in the, uh, nineties mm-hmm. and 2000, they were not my friends anymore. And that was that. And then now we would ho- hold like, on I'm not, to that. I'm not fucking with Now you're just like, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> I'm not messing with you anymore. We're not friends. And then every time you see her, that brings up emotions and anger. And it's just something you live with. And that's not healthy. Um, I think it was difficult because And even now, I think it's difficult because I'm a very giving and generous person with my time for those that I love. So when people hurt me in some way, I take it very personally. And sometimes I don't put myself in their shoes. Um, I feel almost like it's a betrayal and a lack of appreciation of the time that I've given to the relationship and to them. Um, These days, I try to let things roll off my shoulders and not take things too personally. When I can I try to focus on the greater picture, the greater things in life, the bigger picture. I'm always mindful of the circumstances I have dealt with in the past. And I use that to gauge um, how I move forward
0: and how I see my future. You're so cute. You emphasize when I can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Things are difficult. Sometimes things are difficult. I'm not even going to lie.
0: Girl, well, all you our listeners gotta, is
1: were very real about this.
0: Absolutely, you don't gotta tell me. Been there, done that. Still going through shit. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> a every day is a it, like we keep saying. And you're gonna you'll hear us say this a lot. It's all a work in progress.
1: <laughs> yes, that um, was your best at that time. That was your best. Right. Next exactly. time you work
0: even better. Right. Exactly. Uh. So for me personally. You know, I too have been in situations where I was the one who had to ask someone else for forgiveness. And that experience was really difficult to do. Not really only because it was hard to admit and take responsibility for it, but mainly because there was a lot of shame um, that I felt about having done it in the first place, which is what made it even more difficult. And I have also chosen to forgive people in my life who have hurt me in some way, Like I discussed in our last episode, uh, when we were sharing glimpses into our life stories, you know, in my youth, I was really an angry, hurt, confused being, uh, people from the outside may not have seen that because, you know, I was too busy being wild and the fun one. uh, So I didn't really divulge too many things to a lot of people. Certain people knew about certain things. uh, And because I didn't know how to process like the shit that I had experienced in a healthy way. I opted to rebel and engage in like all this self-destructive behavior. And literally it wasn't until a few years ago when I began to actually start doing the deep inner work uh, of the process of healing myself and confronting my shadows that I was truly able to find forgiveness within my heart and my soul. And not for anyone else really, except for me. It's something that I needed. And I found that that was a fucking game changer in my life. Like once I started working on myself and, and actually confronting the stuff that brought me pain and these memories were resurfacing and I actually allowed myself to sit there and, and work through them instead of kind of, you know, uh, continue to 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 do things in a destructive way in order to kind of numb the pain or to avoid having to deal with them. It felt like once I started actually working on on that, it felt like literally a weight was lifted and I felt so much lighter. And it allowed me to release this kind of victim mentality and step in and really step into my strength as a warrior.
1: Ooh, Janine
0: why do I feel
1: like every time we have a podcast, I'm having a therapy session <laughs> with like you and everyone who's listening. I hope that's how everyone else feels about <laughs> it. It feels so good. Like a weight's lifted after we talk about all these things. This
0: is therapeutic. This is, I mean, it this is. is therapeutic, like hanging out with our friends and talking about th- whoever you're able to sit and like have conversations with about all these um, you know, these different topics and things that we've experienced, that is a form of therapy because you're releasing it and you're getting it out. And we're so happy to be able to do that with, with all our listeners. Absolutely. I can't wait till we start doing our Q and A's with everyone. Ooh, that's going to be so much fun. I was just thinking about that. I know you you mentioned it it earlier.
1: (laughs) So remember Forgiveness is not about excusing the wrongs that were done to us, but about releasing ourselves from the burden of carrying those grudges. By forgiving, we open ourselves up to a life of peace, love, and happiness. Let us all strive to practice forgiveness and be free of the past for the sake of our own well-being and the health of our relationships. Janine.
0: Yes, it is time to take back our energetic power and work on releasing these overwhelming feelings that keep us trapped in such toxic ways of thinking and acting, which ultimately eat away at us slowly until they destroy our quality of life. The practice of forgiveness is a healing act And for all of those out there who love to work with your chakras, (laughs) uh, practicing the act of forgiveness can also help to balance both the solar plexus and the heart chakra. Hopefully, Wendy and I at some point can do a chakra series, so stay tuned for that. And finally, in honor of Black History Month, we would like to leave you with a quote from the beloved Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. He ain't ever alive. Until next time, their blessings to all. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for being part of today's podcast. If you love the content of this episode, please download, share, rate, and review. If you want to know where else to find us, check out our links in the show notes. We hope this talk brought
1: you a little further along in your wellness journey. Have a topic you want to discuss. We want to hear from you reach out to us via email at feministpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our Instagram handle at feministpodcast.